Ed Peters, and I welcome you to What's New. We move on today to Matthew chapter 25. This chapter enlarges upon the answer of Jesus to the question, what will be the sign of your coming? This chapter contains three parables. The first, the parable of the ten virgins, which tests the genuineness of the faith of Israel. The second is the parable of the talents, which tests the faithfulness of his servants. The third parable deals with the judgment of the Gentile nations, which tests their right of admission into the kingdom. We begin today with verses 1 through 13, the parable of the ten virgins, and Matthew writes, The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of ten bridesmaids, which took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom but only five of them were wise enough to fill their lamps with oil, while the other five were foolish and forgot. So, when the bridegroom was delayed, they lay down to rest until midnight, when they were roused by the shout, The bridegroom is coming. Come out and welcome him. All the girls jumped up and trimmed their lamps. Then the five, who hadn't any oil, begged the others to share with them, for their lamps were going out. But the others replied, We haven't enough. Go instead to the shops and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five returned, They stood outside calling, Sir, open the door for us. But he called back, Go away, it is too late. So stay awake and be prepared, for you do not know the date or the moment of my return. Here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Often weddings in ancient times were elaborate celebrations. It was customary that after the engagement which was binding, the bride would live at the house of her parents. At the appropriate agreed-upon time, the bridegroom with his friends would journey to the house of the bride, take her and journey back to his home. Included in this wedding ceremony would be a wedding banquet. 
In Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 to 13, Jesus illustrates a point with a wedding illustration. He says, At that time the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps and did not take oil with them. The wise, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins awoke and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied, There may not be enough for us and you both. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others came, Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. And then Jesus added these words, Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. It isn't always clear what Jesus meant to teach with his story, and many different views have been suggested. Since the topic is the Lord's second coming to judge sin before he establishes his utopia on earth, his rule, I want to keep the story in that context. A little later in this chapter, Jesus will focus on the judgment of the Gentiles. Perhaps in this parable here, he focuses on the Jews. At the second coming of Christ, there are evidently a number of separations and judgments. The separation of the sheep and goats, for example, and the judgment of those represented by the goats. Clearly, at the return of Christ, there is the separation of the saved from the lost. Here, Jesus uses the story of ten virgins. The king leaves for a time, and those represented by the ten virgins profess to wait for the bridegroom. He is absent a long time, and they grow weary and fall asleep. When news of the coming of the king awakens them, five confess that they have taken no extra burning oil for their lamps. The point is that they had not properly prepared for the coming of the king. They were caught unprepared. They leave to go and purchase oil, and by the time they get back, the bridegroom has arrived, and the procession has already entered the banquet hall, and the wedding feast has already begun. The five who had failed to prepare were denied entrance to the banquet hall. Perhaps by this, Jesus meant that some of his own race would not be prepared for the return of the Lord. Jesus here speaks about the closing days of history. Evidently, when he returns to judge sin and to begin his righteous rule, there are those living of his race who are not prepared and who must remain outside. They should have watched. They should have known at least the general time of his coming, but they didn't. 
when they finally come to the realization that Jesus really was and is the promised Messiah, for them it is too late. He has already returned. We have had many very fine guides during our trips to Israel. Some of the best were ladies. On my third trip to that country, we were driving from Beersheba to Caesarea when my brother asked the guide about the Messiah. And she said, When the Messiah comes and it's Jesus, we will accept him. The clear implication was that she at least would not consider that possibility before the fact of his arrival. I had to think of that statement in connection with these words of Jesus. For the five foolish virgins, it was too late. They wanted to prepare after the fact. It doesn't work that way. These five cry, Sir, sir, open the door. The bridegroom says those terrible words, I don't know you. While Jesus may here be speaking primarily to his own race, a wider application is demanded. The point of the parable is that the Lord returns unexpectedly. Like the generation in Noah's time, people put off receiving the Lord as Savior, and then they realize that the opportunity has passed them by. Then no amount of crying will reopen that opportunity. Once the door of opportunity is closed, it will not open again. At death or at the return of the Lord in judgment, that opportunity to receive the Savior ceases. What a terrible thought to hear the Savior say, I don't know you. I must say that we're still on this side of death and on this side of the Lord's return. He came once to die in our stead and to present himself as everyone's Savior. That gives everyone the opportunity to receive his life by believing it and accepting him. The time of grace isn't over. The opportunity is still open to everyone. Neither death nor the Lord's return has closed the door. But one day it will close. And then Jesus will say to those who refused his life, I don't know you. Those are sobering words that ought to impact every listener to make sure that that decision has been made and we'll be on the inside of that closed door.
Radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.